You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. episode seven episode seven maybe it's episode eight yep i can't even tell anymore good stuff uh so this is the wrapping up of the movies we saw this is we're probably i don't know i don't know what day this is in the real world okay this is wrapping up the weekend of fantasia that we just had yep and we're going to be talking about i guess psychological military thriller tank 432 yes sir and uh holiday slasher horror film red christmas all righty you want to uh, hit up Tank? Intro the Tank. Sure. Tank 432 is the, um, it's kind of baffling little story. It's like a little mm-hmm. bit mysterious. We run into a troop of soldiers who are fleeing through uh, the Scottish hillside. Irish, they, I believe. Irish? I think so. Well, one of them was Irish, but I kind of got the impression it was Scotland. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. So um, uh, the British countryside. Right. And um, uh, there's like a- UK. UK. There's a there's like a, a, a like a platoon soldier leader guy, and mm-hmm. then there's a, like three or four other guys. They have two prisoners who are with them, and it's never really explained what they're doing out on the countryside. However, as they're fleeing from some mysterious danger, mm-hmm. they run into a like a ruined old uh, armored personnel carrier kind of thing yep. that they dive into, and then they get stuck inside the APC. And they uh, things get hairy as there's there's the prisoners, there's the soldiers. They're all kind of losing their mind. They're locked inside the thing. They're running out of food and water. They're, it's like a uh, like a psychological kind of thing. Very mm-hmm. mysterious. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to say more about it. That's the that's the that's the cell. That's the cell. That's the cell. It, it it's much like like it almost sounds like it's going to go into like sci-fi territory, and it does kind of like ever so barely yeah, I guess touch so. on it, gently grazes, but it's really more about the like psychological breakdown of these characters. Yeah, exactly. If you watch the trailer yeah. for uh, Tank Four Three Two, you're going to kind of see these guys who like are sort of like they almost look like they have like leather face masks with like dog mouths uh, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, and like guys. they're around. Yeah, but you're there. That's not the point. Yeah, you know, like yeah, it's yeah. like there's like they, they can kind of like seem to like warp in and out of reality, yeah. and then when people, when guys see them, they just like start unloading their their guns at them and whatever. And it's like that is the threat that put them into the tank, right? And then you're like, are right, we going to find out about what these like alien kind of dudes are? No, no, that, yeah, the, 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 those guys are <laughs> that, like the that's mulligan, not the yeah. point of yeah. the movie. You know, like the point of the movie is like you're like that was just so that there was a threat to get them into the tank. Yeah, like, that just yep. as easily yep. could be like. This could be like a World War Two, and okay. it could have been Nazis, and it still would have kind of been like. And we're gonna talk about it more, but you know what I mean. Yep. That's that's what it is. Got it. Red uh, Christmas. Red Christmas is wow. Um, <laughs> starring D. Wallace. Yep. Uh, like legendary scream queen, D. Mm-hmm. Wallace. Uh, it's a, it's an Australian film where a mother mm-hmm. uh, has all of her family over for christmas mm-hmm. in australia so obviously there's no snow or anything because it's in australia and then a member like they're kind of like they're going to be selling the house so it's going to be like really the last christmas in the, oh. the the family house okay and then an unexpected visitor shows up with his own agenda Ooh. and um is his own agenda murder um it quickly becomes murder okay what his actual agenda is, is is not necessarily initially murder, but yes, it quickly becomes murder, and then it's basically the uh, the entire family versus this uh, unexpected visitor mm-hmm. as they kind of get picked off one by one and try to do their best to get out of a typical slasher film. However, caveat, 
Um, one thing that's kind of interesting is there's a um, a really really uh, overt abortion side of this and like what it, it it's hard to tell if the film is pro or anti-abortion but it definitely Usually you're sure when you see things about abortion but it definitely has a stance on abortion <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i'm not 100 percent sure about it but um but yeah so that's going on mm-hmm. <laughs> in the movie and also which is a little bit unusual be- because of that sort of situation with the abortion going on you're not like really sure if the killer is the bad guy hmm. and the, like and who really is the bad guy in already this scenario very strange okay uh so that's it tank 432 yeah so recommendations or do we want to talk about it a little bit more yeah, okay, i feel about a little more Two minutes into a goddamn podcast. Yeah, all right, all right. So it's a uh, um, thriller. Is it fair to say it is a thriller? Yeah. Yes. So I think the okay, the thing that sticks out to me early on when you're okay. watching this movie is that everybody seems to be like kind of cracking up and going crazy in one way or another. Yep. And like some of them earlier, some of them later, but like everybody seems to be falling Losing apart it in their own special way. In their own special way. And you kind of like nothing seems to make sense, mm-hmm. and it not just their behavior, but like the stuff going on around them in the world. The stuff going on around yeah. them, like we talked about, like the fucking bad guys like warping in and out. And yep. you're like, is this the sci-fi thing, and is this not? And what you're, what you kind of end up realizing, I think, as a viewer early on, is that it doesn't really matter if it makes sense. And mm-hmm. like, and you kind of, like, I realized about halfway through, where I'm like, we're not going to get a clear fucking answer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, this is not what this is about. And the, um, the director yep. of the film afterwards kind of talked about Nick Gillespie, Nick Gillespie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about, there's these films, uh, these like test footage films that you can kind of look up on the internet mm-hmm. of where they gave a bunch of soldiers LSD. Yep. And it's like, they're fucking, I mean like they're pretty classic. You should watch them. I actually <laughs> saw some of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, they're pretty the, the basis of the men who start goats films, right? Uh, <coughs> film. Anyhow, so that was one of his major uh, inspirations for the movie. Sure. So he said. Um, and then when – now that I've told you that, and I was kind of getting that vibe too where you're like – you really – I feel as a viewer kind of like you really get the impression that someone is fucking with these people. Yeah, I got that impression, and I actually felt like the film answered it. Pretty clearly. Yeah. I was not I, I didn't feel like there was too much ambiguity at the end. Even though like the the exact minute of what happened was not, not clearly said. You yeah. knew what happened. You knew what generally what was going on. And yeah. it was not, not particularly mysterious. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> so I mean like that's to me like if you're when you're talking about like the recommendation and mm-hmm. stuff, if you're when you talk about being like along for the ride as opposed to getting answers yeah. is that you're like someone is fucking with them, but if you are expecting to have a clear cut answer to like what does it mean and who it was and what was their agenda like mm-hmm. that's not what the movie's about the movie's about like if this shitty like <laughs> all immersive experiment kind of situation happened to you mm-hmm. like how it would go down you know like that's it's not so in a, in a thriller like this i feel yeah. like it's super important that the either the like the performances or the sets or the direction something has to like carry the tension to mm-hmm. keep you invested in in the story, right. right? Do you feel like that happened here? Um, not as well as it maybe could, mm-hmm. but still very, very well. Yep. So uh, the the tank, the super closed, the closed off tank, the shots within the tank was I thought were very good. You always had the impression Stellar. that it was like yeah. very tiny, very cramped. Everybody had like every every shot 
of a person had another person like in it, mm-hmm. you know, because like that's how close they were. Like everybody was shoulder to shoulder. And then when they had to like crawl through the little area to like the gunner, the driver port, like the super crowded and cramped and everything was super tight. Mm-hmm. And that was really good. None of the performances I think were stellar. I think yeah. they were all good. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah, like nothing. Yeah. I was not blown away by anything, but at, at the same time, no performance took me out of it. Nope. You know, nope. like that's yep. what I'm saying. So like in that regard, like you did it for a teeny tiny indie yeah, thriller exactly. kind of thing. Like I thought it was like above what I was expecting from a teeny tiny indie thing. Yeah. And it like the performances for me were a bit of a high point. What what I found was a bit of a low point was there was like too much intensity injected from the music and the like the actors being just like a little too high. Like I felt like they were like pushing the like intensity when mm-hmm. it didn't need to be pushed. It was already like intense enough. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. Yeah. That's it. So uh, recommendations on this? I liked it, man. This was good fun. It this was like like if you imagine just like the classic like Netflix sci-fi thriller, you know, like that yeah. you're, you're imagining, this would have been like a oh shit, this was really fucking good, man. Yeah. <laughs> but like in the world of like the Netflix thriller, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, this isn't going to be like a blow your mind movie or no, whatever, no, but, but I mean, I don't think I think that if you're sitting there and you're like wa- like thinking I'll, I'll I'll watch a little like low budget uh I guess it's horror in yeah. a way, like I mean, it's, it's not like a supernatural, it's more yeah, a like a thriller. Yeah. Like a little low budget military thriller situation of people locked in a tank and kind of cracking up like yep. it does that well super it, like well. it executes yep. well on its premise if and i said the only thing that you could possibly disappo- be disappointed at which i'm not as a viewer yep. is that they really don't deal with dealing with the backstory huh. too much it was kind of like uh what i actually was thinking about while we were watching it was um citadel yep it kind of has that vibe where you're i like, like this better than citadel but yeah. But you know what I mean, though. Yeah. But where you're just sort of like you're like things are this way, and that's not what the movie's about. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it, it. And for different reasons, that's sort of what Tank Four Thirty Two does. You're just sort of like, this is fucking going down, and uh, this is how the people are going to deal with it. And the people are just like they're more interested in getting out of their immediate predicament than like figuring out what it all exactly means. Exactly what's going on. You know, yep. like and I mean, as you would. Like, if you were in, like, a crazy, fucked-up situation and, like, locks in a tank, you wouldn't be like, but why are we here? Yeah. You know, you're just like, I want to get out of the tank, and then, you know. Yep, good fun. Fun times. So, Red Christmas? Red Christmas. Okay, yeah. so this movie opens up with a uh, a guy carrying in a briefcase bomb into an abortion clinic, Kay. blowing up the abortion clinic, yep. and then there's, like, a bucket, and then you see a little baby's hand come out of the bucket, and then the guy picks up the baby out of the bucket, and then carries him out of the clinic. I'm not really sure that's how that works, but I don't know enough about abortions to say otherwise. So it's a, a horror film. Anyway, yeah. then, then it's like, boom, Red Christmas. Like that, and you're like, what? The? Like yeah. it was so comes in at eleven. Yeah, it, yeah, but also like so not what I was expecting. That I was like, oh, is this like a short abortion horror? Like before <laughs> Red Christmas, because I like did not. It, it's like. And it's shot, like, really intense. Like, it's shot, like, zero dark 30, like, in people's faces and, like, moving and, like, not really seeing anything and, like, panic-stricken people as they're, like, running in slow-mo and all that. It's, like, well wow. shot. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's very well shot, but, like, so jarring that I was, like, what is this actually related to the movie? So, anyway, um, I'm not even sure how I can talk about this without really spoiling it, I guess. Is it is it, like, worth not spoiling? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So with okay. that said, okay, everybody, sorry, yeah. take, take a little, like, a little breather. Okay, uh, so here, so in order to talk like intelligently about the movie, you need to like understand what happened, which is that the killer is the aborted fetus 
grown up, but also that it has Down syndrome. Okay. So you and, and of D Wallace. Right. So that like it ha- <laughs> it's revealed that the D Wallace character was at the abortion clinic mm-hmm. and that it was like her. She did not get blowed up. No, it was it, only two people died. I think okay. in the thing, like she was, she was there, and she'd already been, um, like I guess aborted, mm-hmm. and like she was in like a different wing or something. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so I got whatever. it. I got it. So in this character, like Cletus, which is his name, uh-huh. is like a Bible thumping guy, like covered in like a hood, and he mm-hmm. like speaks so like slow and methodically, and it's like it's almost like like t- charming, where like they give him like so he shows up and he's like he's like. Hello, family. <laughs> yeah. Will you allow me to enter your home? Oh. And you're like, oh, yeah, like an herbs. But then he murders everybody. But but he's just sort of like he's like my father preached vengeance, but I am here on a mission of love. <laughs> and you're like, oh, buddy. And like they give him like a little jar of peanuts, and he's like, this is the most beautiful thing. I have ever received in my life. Okay. And you're like, oh, God damn it. He's going to murder everybody. So then everybody. it's the dad who murders everybody? No, it's 100% the guy, the, the Cletus. Wow. Like, because he's like, it's as though the father, like, bred him for killing, but he just really wants Love. acceptance. Huh. Yeah. So, like, you see what I'm talking about where there's, like, kind of like that twist that goes back and forth between, yeah. like, and then when they want to kill him, he kills them, you know? Okay, like, hold on. So, but is this all this revealed at the start, or is this like you piece it together? As sort of throughout. Right. Like, I mean, that he's the killer, yeah, but that he's the aborted baby. The, Maybe it's not. like into it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just sort of like I'm saying, like, in order to kind of like understand the, the conflict of the whole movie, um, I guess the thing that you, I want to, one of the things you definitely care about it is the what are the kills like mm-hmm. in this film because obviously that I is see a little picture over here and it's a guy with like a bear trap cutting his head off. That oh was yeah, that, cool. and, yeah. That, and that's also that happens in like two seconds. There's right. no build up to that. That's like a sudden kill. Woo! It's like a guy just like shows up and they're like boom, bear trap, and you're like, <laughs> he's not the guy who's gonna save them. Uh, the, it is very very low budget though. Okay. Like some of the kills are pretty good. Like there's one that stands out to me. We're in the spoiler section so I have no problem spoiling it yep. where uh it's like the the open part of a blender and they bring a guy's head down on the back and there's yep. like in a thing that makes no sense whatsoever. The guy's eyes kind of go dark and then you see like spinning behind the eyes as he gets like pushed cartoony further kinda. down and yeah. then blood sprays out of his eyes. Right. And you're like that doesn't that's not no, how that doesn't works. make a lick of sense. But I'll watch it. Yeah. It's super exciting. Yeah. Another thing that's kind of a twist is that there's also um, another actor uh, with Down syndrome who plays the other kid, Kay. which is one of the reasons that they had the abortion was because they had already gone through it with one kid and oh. they weren't like, sure they were going to be able to handle it again. And like, Wow. I guess the aborted one is probably pretty jelly about that. <laughs> yeah, kind <laughs> of. But then it also like turns itself on its head where the kid with Down syndrome is like, do you would you want to abort me? You know? Oh, man. Like... So does he team up with the, uh... Like, almost, yeah. Wow. Like, not, like, directly, but, like, they have a moment, you know, like, where... It's pretty fucking twisted. It, it's, it's pretty weird. And, like, and, and and when I say, like, it never really goes, like, pro or anti-abortion, it really mm-hmm. doesn't. You're just, like, abortion is just, like, a driving motivator for this story. Like, it doesn't ever spell out being, like, you shouldn't have aborted your kid and that's why he came and killed you. Like, right. it's never, like, that overt. Huh. And, you know, like... It's very weird. I was like, what am I fucking watching? But it is it, – it has, like, low-budget horror film all over. Like, inexplicably, which, I mean, I kind of, I guess, is, like, what, you're, what you kind of want. Like, the entire house 
becomes like lit in red and green. Mm-hmm. Like you walk into a room and like everything is green. You walk into a room and everything is red. Like it's just well, it's, it's Christmas. Yeah, but it's like this is like after all the killing has started, it just becomes like cartoony lit. Huh. Which I guess it's like obviously it's the choice yeah, of yeah, the yeah, director yeah. to make it like look like that. Um, so yeah, low budget slasher film with kind of like way more of a, an interesting story that you, than you would think. Like they're you're like sort of like, you're like wow, there's all sorts of fucking character motivations and like that sounds fun, decisions. man. I it's fun. Yeah, late night again, another another sweet uh, <coughs> Halloween, not Halloween, yeah, Halloween Christmas, yeah, whatever midnight movie, yep. uh, to watch. I will say that. Um, Bec- the it suffered almost a little bit from its low budgetiness, like mm-hmm. where there was a lot of stuff where I, I feel the director really wanted to kind of like tell the tension in a story with like the camera angles and like moving around and like moving through the dark. And because it wasn't like didn't have I guess like the most money, mm-hmm. like those scenes just felt a little bit like long and dry, like running around and stuff. Like it, they didn't have like I guess like the dollies and the fucking stuff to like to get the shots that I'm sure he wanted right. from, like, people running through the house, you know? Like, it just had to be okay. Okay, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta be a little nice, you know? Oh, like, yeah, I, that, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just, like, it's... it's. But this is... We're gonna talk about a recommendation. Is like, this is reserved for, like, someone who wants a low-budget horror film. It, right, it doesn't, right, right. doesn't transcend the genre in, like, any way in terms of, like, it's not gonna, like, pull in someone who's not into horror movies. Like, you need to be into horror movies to get the fact that you're watching this low-budget horror movie. And then, I guess, like, you're rewarded... In the way that there's like a more interesting story than a low budget horror movie needs, right? Like it doesn't need to have fucking things talking about like whether or not people should abort their kids or whatever. Like, but that's there, and it's like it's handled like relatively like with like a, a good amount of tact, almost. Like you're like nothing, like nothing is super like ham fisted mm-hmm. about any of it. Sounds good, fun. Yep, <clears throat> coming uh, up next. No idea. I know that I want to see... Skip Trace? Skip Trace, and I want to see Atmo Abattoir. Horror X. You want to see Atmo Horror X? Yep. I want to see uh, Abattoir. Abattoir. Yep. Uh, other stuff I want to see is Operation Avalanche. I hope we get to go see. Mm-hmm. I think I want to see Teenage Cocktail. There's uh, Tons more happening at Fantasia. It's going down. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9to5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie, and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So, uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, we're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia's been so great so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>